Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi everyone, welcome to the episode. We are talking to Sharon today and she was so fun to chat with. Um, we realized as we were talking that we were talking to her, it was like six o'clock in the morning out there. She got up bright and early to <laughs> yeah, talk she to did. us. <laughs> and sometimes when you're a mom, you know, it's the only time that you can get to yourself. Exactly. But she had two, uh, three hospital births and her third birth, she was able to achieve an unmedicated birth. Hilda was there for her interview, <laughs> so she's just recapping for us. So it was, she was a lot of fun. We really loved chatting with her and we think she's a great way to just to end our 2020 because tomorrow is 2021. Yeah, it's crazy that it's finally here. The moment yeah. we've all been waiting yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, the moment where we want to pretend everything's going to change. So as you know, we will be taking the month of January off to kind of regroup. We'll be still listening to your stories and putting together podcasts and... We will be back, what, what, I think we started last February, this was like... Yeah, we did. So, this is going on a year. Yeah, it is pretty crazy that it's been, that we've been doing this for a year, and we really love sharing your stories, and it's been so much fun. It really has. We've met so many really cool people Mm -hmm. that I almost feel like I know, and there's some people... That have become my friend. Well, one person. Exactly. <laughs> and Erin so cool. is expecting her third baby, so we will have her back on soon. Oh, yeah. Soon. Oh, my gosh. She's due awesome. any day now. And I am every day I wake up and I look to see that text. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're still waiting for that news. <laughs> That'll be exciting to hear how her third birth goes. But, yeah, um, we are definitely looking for more stories to tell. So, yeah, please reach out. Yeah. We would love to have you on the podcast if you haven't already and you know we've been loving sharing these stories with you so much and like we've said before they are a labor of love they do take a lot of time but we love it and the the as a thank you (laughs) to us for sharing your stories then if you could just give us a review if you haven't already if you follow us uh, you know on instagram and you're listening every week that is such a huge you know help to us Mm -hmm. so if you could Give us a review and follow us on Instagram and how else? Yeah, Yeah, share share us with a friend. Yeah, we're going to be on our stories uh, the next couple days. We're going to be sharing some of our favorite podcasts. Mm -hmm. We're going to be asking for your favorite podcasts. You know, tag us in a in a story. Yeah, get us like more out there. That's what you know. That's what we want to achieve is just growing our followers and growing our podcast if, if possible we would love to do that yeah, and, and it's because we we did it because both of us in kate and two, i know hilda has a lot to say today <laughs> but in in 2019 caitlin had her own birth and 2020 i had my home birth and both of us attributed that a lot a large part of that to podcasts and listening to people's stories mm-hmm. and not and being able to have that in our minds when you know, as soon as you you mention you're you are you're pregnant, someone has a negative thing to say, and like God forbid you're having a home birth, and you know it's right. It, yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's definitely naysayers out there, but it can just, be we, such a positive. We want thing. yeah, that's why we want this to combat all of that negativity. Like we want people <laughs> <laughs> because in reality we know that. 
podcasts and listening to people's stories, it can be life changing. And the, and like we've said before, the fact that we have made any you know changes to how people's lives per, have gone yeah, to one person's birth. Like I the, don't care if it's just one out of all these this year that we've been doing this. That's enough for us. <laughs> so. Um, one more way you can help out the podcast is to buy our merch. We still have that, and you can find that through our link in our bio. And I think that's it. I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. So and, and just to, if you want to connect with us over you know, this little break we're having and listen to Hilda's uh, things, we, you know, we'll, still, yeah, we'll still be on Instagram. You can always send us a message. We have a little Facebook group that we have not been as active as we should be on. <laughs> Because small people in their lives, <laughs> it makes life difficult, as you can hear in the background. Anytime we try to do something, it's Yeah, it's five hard. minutes of talking is just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah, if Felix were here, you would hear his, uh, his <laughs> input, too. But he's downstairs. Yeah, you would. <laughs> so, just to recap, you can rate and review. You can follow us on Instagram. Join our Facebook group. Or buy our merch. It would help us tremendously. And yeah. like we've said, we loved doing this, but it does require a lot of time and effort. And so as a, you know, a thank you to us, <laughs> we would really, really appreciate your help. And thank you so much, guys. And we hope that you have a wonderful new year. Yeah. And let's jump into Sharon's episode. Hi, Sharon. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Hi, thank you for having me. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? Okay, so my name is Sharon, and um, my husband's name is Edgar, and we've been married for about 10 years now. Um, we have three beautiful children, all girls, three girls. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, you know, we live in um, San Diego, and yeah, it's good. Oh, fun. So why don't you start by telling us uh, about getting pregnant with your first and your journey to starting your own family? Okay. So with my first, um, we weren't really planning on having kids. It just kind of happened. She was kind of our little surprise. And mm -hmm. um, me being a first time mom, everything was just, everything was just so new, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I know I wanted to do natural, but I didn't really understand what natural meant to me it was more just you know you don't get an upper girl and that's it you know yeah mm -hmm. it didn't um I didn't I wasn't educated to know that you know you have to you know the diet that comes with it you know the mindset you know all it right. just everything that comes with it I, I, did, I had no idea so with her she was actually born at 35 weeks um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. my water broke and then I was, I was actually at home by myself when my water broke and I was calling, remember I was calling everyone and nobody would answer me. My husband, oh would, my um, gosh. yeah, he was out on a side job and it was around like four o'clock. So he was going to be home soon. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> finally, um, I ended up calling my sister who was six hours away, telling her my water broke and she started freaking out. She's like, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, I know, but no one's, how do I get there? Should I just drive myself? What do I do? So finally, my husband called and we were able to get my cousin to drive me to the hospital. But um, I didn't actually start having contractions with her until about maybe an hour after my water had broke. But by then I was already at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it didn't take too long. We only lived about 10 minutes from it. And then um, 
but yeah, everything with her was a little scary. Like as soon as I got there, you know, they checked me and then they told me I was going to stay since I was only 35 weeks. And they kept telling me that she was going to be born with some um, breathing issues because mm -hmm. I guess at that time, at 35 weeks, their lungs aren't fully developed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was a little nervous about that. And then, um, you know, I started feeling the contractions. My mom was in the room. My husband finally got there and, um, you know, they hooked me up. And <clears throat> the first thing they asked me was, okay, do you want the epidural? It's like, no, I feel okay. Like, I, I feel like I can handle the contractions. I'm, I'm feeling okay. They're actually not that bad. And they really weren't at the time. I think it was only three centimeters at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom, they're, she, she's not really supported when it comes to, you know, natural things. Um, she, you know, she's worked in the medical field for over 20 years. And mm -hmm. to them, it's more like, okay, you know, medicine is there for a reason. And if it's there, like, use it, you know, which is <laughs> yeah. okay. But, you know, at a certain time, I believe not, not for everything. Right. But, um, yeah, so she just kept telling me, no, you need to get the epidural. Like, it's going to get worse. You're not going to be able to do it. Just do it. So, you know, listening to what she was telling me and she was just getting really nervous, I started getting nervous for myself. So mm -hmm. I just ended up, okay, fine, I'll get the epidural. That so sounds I like so getting, many of our stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of and, like just the fear makes you decide to get one. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, hearing like all these horror stories prior to, you know, labor from uh, family mm -hmm. around me and friends. And I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe I can't do it. <laughs> you know? do that? Why do people feel the need to give you these the scary stories? Oh. I don't know. You know, it's just like, like when I share my story, I don't really like to go down to like the ugly part of it, especially if it's yeah. a first time mom. Like, I don't want to scare them. And, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I ended up getting the epidural with her and um, everything went okay. I mean, I, it was about a 14 hour labor with her. So they ended up giving me the Pitocin because it did slow my labor down. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, when it came down, when I was fully dilated, you know, the doctor came in, they set everything up and then um, it was time for me to push. So, you know, I couldn't feel absolutely nothing. Like my legs were completely numb. I was just, you know, laying there mm -hmm. <laughs> and they would tell me when to push, like when to, um, so every time they told me I pushed, um, the doctor just kind of, I felt like he started hurrying things up because I was about maybe like 15 or 20 minutes into like pushing and he was just like, okay, you know, she's not coming out. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, what are we going to do? So he ended up doing a, what's that? I can't remember the name of it, but when they cut you like all the way down pretty much. Oh, the anatomy. Yeah. Oh, man. All the way down. And then, um, from, from what um, my mom was telling me, she said that, you know, they cut you all the way down. You know, he's, oh. he kept trying to move things around, but, you know, nothing, I guess she wasn't coming out. So then as she finally crowned, he decided to use that vacuum on her. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. So they used a the vacuum on her. And I told the doctor, I was like, is there any way I can keep pushing? He's like, no, 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 it's taking too long. And he just used the vacuum on her and then yanked her out. But as he yanked her out, I tore pretty badly oh. yeah so once they took her out um they didn't put her on my chest right away he, you know he showed me she was a girl and he clipped the umbilical cord and as soon as he clipped the umbilical cord he told my husband to cut it but 
as soon as he cut it, I mean, blood just squirted everywhere from the umbilical cord. So I don't think it drained all the way. Like he just cut, like clipped it, cut it right away quickly, you know? And then um, he started like shaking her and moving her around because she wasn't crying. And then finally she started to cry. But I mean, my room was just filled with like nurses and doctors. Like NICU was there, respiratory was there because they were thinking she wasn't going to be breathing. Right. Mm -hmm. so they finally put her on the um little warmer cleaner up and she's just crying and but while they're doing all that I'm still not able to see her because I mean they have her hovered around like you know doctors and my mom was there and I just I couldn't see her right away oh yeah so and then they had me there after I had her you know they delivered the placenta and then um the the doctor had me there maybe for about an hour or so sewing me up Oh my gosh. It was just, wow. you know, I didn't think it was going to take, I just didn't know it was going to be like that. Wow. And then they finally put her on my chest, but they didn't put her on my chest, like skin to skin. It was, she was wrapped up in a little blanket. She had her little hat on and everything. And then they put her on my chest yes. and I didn't even have like my robe, my robe wasn't down or anything. My robe was still on. So it's, it's like, I never really had that skin to skin contact with her. Right. Right. So then after, you know, labor's done they moved me to um, postpartum and then during postpartum I just started feeling this excruciating pain on my like um by my bladder like my mm-hmm. my uterus was, it was just just hurting everything was just hurting and um I had realized that I hadn't gone to the bathroom I hadn't urinated yet <laughs> they, didn't tell, they didn't make you usually they're like you can't leave no, here until you no do. they didn't they just you know put me to postpartum and that was pretty much it you know I did have like family coming in to visit and seeing the baby and everything but it's just like I just started feeling this pain so finally when everybody left I told the nurse and she's just like oh no it's because you know you just had your baby we'll give you some Motrin I'm like no like I I hurts really bad so she checked me she's like have you gone to the bathroom like no She's like, okay, try to go to the bathroom. So I did, and I would try, and nothing would come out. So it ended up getting to the point where I was literally crying in pain of how full my bladder was, and I was not able to, you know, let go. And they ended up catheterizing me, which was Uh. without any medication, just completely just in pain like I was, it was just really bad oh my gosh <laughs> and they ended up taking about almost a whole like liter two liters out of my bladder of urine because it was you feel so like cool. immediately better <laughs> yeah I just felt better like right away oh my gosh yeah. and then after that like the struggle with breastfeeding just got really um really hard you know I for some reason I wasn't lactating I wasn't getting anything out Mm-hmm. lactation would come in and tell me like oh no keep trying keep trying and I would but I like literally nothing would come out so um I was like you know what maybe I should my mom was there and she's like you know what maybe you should just give her formula because she's not eating anything mm-hmm. but I didn't want to because like no I want to breastfeed but that you know that didn't end up happening either so I struggled a lot with that and, and I just never ended up lactating with her at all whatsoever so mm-hmm. she was just formula fed from like the hospital and on. So I wonder, does that happen sometimes when the baby's early? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. That's what mm-hmm. I kind of thought that maybe that's probably maybe my body just I think didn't. I heard things like that. Yeah. We may yeah, have heard a story, trauma, and I'm just trauma. like thinking <laughs> this is coming from mm-hmm. my brain. It's probably someone else's story, but yeah, I think we heard something similar to that. But. That- yeah, that coupled with that traumatic birth. Yeah, and yeah. not getting the skin to skin. And that's so important. No. 
yeah and I you know and I didn't know all this at the time no. you know just uh-uh. like it just was it just didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go right right so, and did you yeah. think of it as traumatic immediately or was that like kind of like what you realized after your you know subsequent births yeah 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 because like at first with her it was like you know well maybe it was to me it was okay well this is normal but not until I actually started like researching it with my third child of what it meant to have a natural birth and what my body was going to do and what you know when medical intervention is needed and when it's not right and until I started you know educating myself and really knowing like what it was to have a child naturally it really dawned on me like you know what like these two times like it didn't that wasn't the way it's supposed to go like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have gone that way yeah exactly so was your I mean well how did your postpartum experience go with your first then I mean it doesn't sound like it was smooth sailing no it was hard it was really hard with her you know it's like they when when I got home I remember like putting her on her bassinet and she was crying and I just started crying with her because I was just like I didn't know what to do. I was in mm-hmm. so much pain. Like everything was just so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so, it was, it was hard. Yeah. That sounds rough. Uh, did your second, you said your second birth did go a little bit more smoothly. I mean, how did you end up deciding that it was time to get pregnant? No, you know, knowing that birth was so rough the first time around. <laughs> yeah. So with our second child, like she was with her, we, we had planned her out, you know, my daughter at the time, my oldest daughter was three at the time. So we thought, you know what, we can add another one to our family. And when the process came to getting pregnant, I was really nervous about it. So when it finally got that positive test, I was like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> it's going to happen. So what I, what I just started doing is that I just started getting pretty active. I was starting getting active after I had my first child. You know, I was um, running a lot at the time. So I was doing like 5Ks, 10Ks, and just really into just trying to get myself fit at the time. Mm-hmm. And when it came, when I got pregnant with my second one, I still continued to be really active. And um, I still continued to run. Um, I I stopped running with her up to like, I think I was like 32 weeks when I stopped mm-hmm. running with her. But, um, you know, it was, it was, it was a little different just cause I felt a lot healthier. I felt a little bit more motivated to do it naturally, but again, I didn't really educate myself or do the research on it. It was more just like, okay, don't get the upper draw. Right. You know? And, um, so yeah. So when it came down with her, it, um, Let's see, I think my, my water didn't break with her. It was like everything just kind of, the contractions just started, went to the hospital right away. Because to me, it was like, okay, as soon as you feel a contraction, go to the hospital, you know, yeah. medical emergency, something can happen. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. So I uh, ended up going to the hospital with her and even the, the, the staff was a little bit nicer. You know, they didn't really push mm-hmm. the epidural after I told them that I didn't want to go natural. Mm-hmm. but then for some reason with her the contractions were just unbearable like I felt like I couldn't I couldn't even breathe in between contractions with her oh. and I was just like you know what maybe I should I should just get the epidural maybe I, I can't do this so I ended up getting epidural with her and then when um, everything was fine you know started dilating um, pretty quickly and then I do remember they did give me Pitocin, which I don't understand why, because I was dilating the way I was supposed to. 
I don't know why they understand. I feel like it's, yeah, they always do that. It's so weird, isn't it? Like, there's no reason for it. If yeah. you're not going to tell it's... them no, they're just going to be like, let's just speed this up. It's just yeah, not going yeah. quickly enough for us yep, or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, because they kept coming into the room and just, you know, putting stuff into the IV. And I wasn't even asking any questions because I was thinking, okay, well, they know what they're doing. You know, they they know what's best for me. They do this all the time. So right, exactly. whatever they're doing, it's it's supposed to be happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So. and I feel like I feel like with it's never posed as a question it's like okay we're gonna start you on some Pitocin now it's not hey you know we How do you want to speed up your labor yes. yeah if there's never a question it's you're not asked it's just you're told and mm-hmm. if you don't know any better then yeah. I mean you some, know some yeah. moms might be like sure let's speed this up I don't care I'm gonna get that yeah but, give, anyway. but get the but cho- yes, you should get the choice exactly yeah, give, give the mom the choice yeah it's like you should at least ask before you start hanging something on the IV pool you know yeah. <laughs> yes actually. exactly yeah so um so yeah with her you know um ended up the, the delivery went fine um with her they actually let did do the skin to skin as soon as she came out they did put her on my chest but what i did notice with her is like again like the clamping the umbilical cord it went quick you know it's just mm-hmm. like as soon as they cut you know a little bit of blood here and it just didn't to me at the time i thought okay well i guess you know you're supposed to clamp it right away but like again when until i started researching it's like no you actually can let it be there for at least three to five minutes yeah let all that blood go back to the baby which is like good for them Mm-hmm. but um but yeah so with her they put her on my chest you know everything went a little bit better and I remember with her with postpartum I was really nervous about that and it actually was pretty smooth you know I was able to you know use the bathroom normally mm-hmm. um I was up and walking I felt fine I felt perfectly fine and you know brought her home and everything was it was good it was it was okay with her you know Mm-hmm. Were you able to nurse with her? I actually was able to nurse with her. So I was able to just nurse her till she was about, um, I think she was two months when I pretty much had to stop because I had to go back to work. And at the time I was working um, hospice because I'm a nurse assistant. Mm-hmm. So oh. I was working with hospice patients. So I was going home to home. So when it came that I had to pump, I had a pump in my car. And oh, that's tough. <laughs> it was it was tough, you know. I'm just sitting there in a parking lot covering myself with my pump. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it was just it was it was getting really hard. So oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So I, was like, <laughs> I would I, not have lasted. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm not gonna do this anymore. But either even before um I stopped breastfeeding, she was still I still was supplementing with formula just because I felt like she wasn't getting full because she was still, you know crying and I felt like I wasn't giving her enough so I would still give her formula on top of um, me giving her breast milk so I was never really able to completely fill her up Mm -hmm. so I just did formula and eventually just like full formula yeah yeah it's nice you got the option though to to make the choice instead of with your first it felt like it was kind of the choice wasn't given to you you know Yeah. yeah 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 So, so so moving into with your third, you educated yourself, I assume. How did that go? What what kind of spurred this? (laughs) So what, so I thought, so for me, this was, this is my, it was my, my last, my last one. I mean, my second one was supposed to be my last one. And then our third one, (laughs) (laughs) our third one was more my husband's idea. He wanted another one. And I was just like, what? I thought we were done. (laughs) Wait, that sounds exactly like my story. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, so he's just like, no, you know, we, we should try one more time. But I think it was more the possibility of having a boy, maybe, since we already <laughs> yeah. had two daughters. <laughs> So that sounds very similar to Kate's story I too. I actually get that boy, but <laughs> it's funny. No, he's just like you know, like but, we should yeah. try one more time, and so I pretty much it took some some convincing to do with me because I felt I mean our youngest daughter is six, so I was like, well, no, I mean it could be completely starting over again, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like I don't. I don't know. And then right now I'm in school. I'm trying to, to, to get into the nursing program and, you know, to get my RN, but he's just like, no, you know, if we're going to try, we're, we need to try one more time. We're going to do it. We need to do this now since, you know, our youngest is six and I'm not getting any younger. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so we tried and then, you know, got pregnant. And then, so in my mentality, I'm like, okay, this is my last one. It's my third one. No more after this. I know I'm done after this. But then I started just, I kind of just started thinking about like my last two births, how I did want to go natural. And I thought to myself, okay, if I'm not going to want to do the epidural this time around, for sure, like I want to experience what it is to have a full on natural birth. And I had heard stories about women having, you know, the, um, you know, water births and, and home births and, you know, birthing centers and all that. But for me, it just, uh, it just didn't seem like it was going to be possible for me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of started researching it. Um, you know, social media was a huge help, you know, looking at, at um, uh, like with following doulas and birthing centers, it was just, it was inspiring to see that. Yeah, it kind of normalizes it. Like, yeah, okay, these other people do it. I can do it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, so, you know, just started, you know, looking up stuff. And um, I work since, you know, I work at the hospital now. I work in the operating room. And one of the nurses, um, she was pregnant as well. This, this was her second child, but she was all about, you know, full natural. She birthed her, her, her first child. She, she had her, her baby at home. And this second time around, she was going to do the same thing. And then that's when COVID hit. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I started, she started, you know, telling me like, well, you know what, you know, they're going to end up, um, not allowing the spouse in the in the in the, in the birthing room and <clears throat> like all these things just started happening at the hospital so I started getting nervous for myself so then I thought you know what maybe I should do like a home birth because you know I'm not trying to come to the hospital with an, or walking through the the hallways with a newborn like that's just gonna okay. be scary mm-hmm. so I looked into it and it was just like um I, I honestly, I just, I just didn't end up doing the home birth. Honestly, I just got nervous about it. I was like, maybe I can't. Like, it's not yeah. for everyone. It's not for everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. I mean, if you're comfortable in a hospital and you're okay with it, like then that's the right spot for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, and that's the kind of message we try to get across here is like, you know, we have both had hospital births and we ended up having home births, but mm-hmm. some people that's where they feel safest or they feel safest in the birth center. And that is the choice should be yours. And you yeah. Know what your options are. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just thought, you know what, maybe I'm just going to do a hospital. I'm going to do it at the hospital, but I'm going to try for it to be natural. So as I'm researching it, you know, I started getting into this mindset of like, okay, you're going to do this. You can do this. Your body can do this. Um, I started listening to stories, started listening to the podcast, which was so inspiring, you know, listening to all the different 
stories that there is, is that, you know, if you do want to go, like you said, if you do want to go natural, you have that choice. You can go to the hospital if you feel safer or, you know, have it, have your baby at home. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, so, um, I started listening to like, um, uh, birthing affirmations. I started looking up like exercises and stretches and like, um, breathing techniques. I was going to do a Lamaze class, but I didn't end up doing it. Cause I was like, no, you know, I don't, I don't think I, I'm going to, I'm going to need that. Mm-hmm. So when it came to labor with my youngest one, I remember the contraction started around 10 o'clock. It was 10 o'clock and I was like sitting on the couch. And then all of a sudden I felt like, um, I don't know, like, like a, like a, like a trinkle come in and I was like what is that like do I need to go to the bathroom what is this <laughs> so I, you know I use the restroom I feel fine and then it happened again thinking to myself okay did my water just break because with my second with my first one my water broke it was more like it did it wasn't like you know you open up a faucet and just water everywhere uh-huh. it was just very light you know mm-hmm. and yeah. with my right now with my third one it started happening the same way but it wasn't as much. So I was kind of confused, like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. So I remember calling the nurse's line and she tells me, she know, oh, you know, it could be your water, but you need to come in so we can check it. And I said, okay, but I, I wanted to labor at home. I wanted to labor as much as I could at home before I went to the hospital this time around, because I thought if I labor at home and I wait and I get to the hospital, then I'll probably be dilated enough for, for me not to be able to get the epidural. Like I can right. do it. Yeah, yeah, so that puts you in like a tough spot. You're like, well, I have to go get checked, but I want to stay home. So yeah, yeah. So I was just like, okay, you know, well, I feel fine. And baby's still kicking. I can feel her moving around. And um, uh, yeah. So about around seven o'clock is when I decided, okay, you know what, it's time to go to the hospital. But before that, I was just laboring at home. I was just you know listening to music, and my husband was sleeping. And he was supposed to be helping me because he was, I told him that he was going to be my doula and he accepted. (laughs) (laughs) So we, we were, we were actually trying the, the Bradley method this time around. And um, so, yeah, we were doing the exercises together and all that. But when it came down to labor, he just, you know, fell asleep and I was just laboring in the (laughs) kitchen by myself. (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's what happened to me too. Like, I was like, and he was like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, oh, you're so tired. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was like funny with him, but because like throughout my pregnancy, he was so involved. I mean, he was just, you know, on it. Like he was the one telling me how many weeks I was, what was I should be expecting this time around. It was, was, he was just so involved this time around and it it was nice. It was really nice. But, um, so yeah, so we finally got to the hospital and as I'm walking to the hospital, like I can feel my contractions just getting stronger. And I just started telling myself, like, you can do this. Like, it's possible. You can do this. You know, it's your third baby. You can, it's, it's, it's going to be, you're going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So I get to the hospital and I check in and they triage me, but um, because of COVID, my husband was not able to be there with me while they're monitoring me to see if I'm going to stay or not. Okay. So they find, they, they check um, to see if my water broke and my water had ruptured. It, it, it was broke. It had broken, but there was still fluid there. Mm-hmm. So they asked me, okay, so we're going to go ahead and admit you. Um, 
we're going to get your husband in and then um, we'll go from there. So, okay. But it's funny because the experience that I had here, it was very different compared to um, my last two um, births. And I don't know if it was because just like the hospital and the hospital that I was, the one where I had my daughter, um, my youngest one now, that I don't know if maybe that hospital was just a little bit more um, supportive of trying to have natural birth because with them, it's like, you don't see a doctor, you see um, a midwife the entire time. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember with my other two, it was just my doctor, you know, it was the same doctor. And so, yeah, so they brought my husband in and then, you know, the staff is nice. Everybody's just being really supportive. And they tell me, okay, you know, we're going to admit you. Um, we're going to take you to your room. Do you want us to wheelchair you? Do you want a wheelchair to get you there? Or do you want to walk? And I said, no, I need to walk. Like, as I want to walk. I want to try to stand and walk as much as I can. I don't want to lay down. So they did have me lying down, though, for um, while they were monitoring me at the time <clears throat> when I first checked in. And it was really hard just laying there and getting the contraction. So I ended up standing up. I was like, you know what? Forget this. Like, I'm standing. I'm not going to lay here. I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. So, I can't even imagine having to try to lay down through a contraction like that. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And did they Ooh. tell you how far along you were? Yeah. So they checked me and I was about four centimeters okay. at the time. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So I, I got up and I just started kind of walking around. And then I remember the nurse came in to... And she was just kind of like, what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm standing. Like, I'm not laying down. She's like, you don't want to lay down. I'm like, no, I'm not laying down. You guys already checked me. You guys did what you did already. I'm not going to lay down. <laughs> no. and she's like, okay, that's fine. That's okay. I'm like, all right. So um, she tells me, okay, do you want to, do you want a wheelchair to go to your room or do you want to walk? I said, no, I'm going to walk. So she's like, okay, let's walk. So, you know, they bring my husband in and, and we walk over to the, um, to the labor room. And the entire time I'm walking there, I'm getting a contraction, but I'm not stopping. Like I'm still walking. I'm going like, I feel the contraction coming. I'm just like, no, walk faster. Just go, go, go. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. And I remember the nursing, if you have a contraction, you can stop. I'm like, no, just take me to the room. (laughs) Just go. (laughs) So we finally get to the room. And then she's like, okay, you know, you can go ahead and lie down. So I'm not lying down. Like, I'm going to stand. She's like, that's okay. If you want to stand, that's fine. She's like, but I do need to mon- put the monitor on you to, to check the baby. And I said, okay, is there any way you can do it while I'm standing? She's like, yeah, we can try it while you're standing. And yeah, they were able to check her heart rate and everything. And everything was going fine. And then they were monitoring the uh, contractions and my breathing in between. And everything was going actually pretty smooth. And I remember the the nurse was just kind of looking at us like, okay, like you just kind of like almost like on the sidelines, like she wasn't really like trying to get involved, you know, trying to to push anything. She was just kind of like watching. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember uh, she she checked me again, and I think I was at like six, but by then it was it was starting to get pretty intense by six centimeters. I was like, okay, like. My body, I remember like my body started to like shake and I kind of started getting a little sweaty and I was like, okay, like what should I do? And I asked them for a birthing ball and they didn't have one. So I said, can I get in the shower? Like, yeah, you can, you can get in the shower. So, you know, we turned on the shower and as soon as the hot water hit my back, like it was a relief. But at the same time, I feel like it kind of escalated things because while I was in the shower, I really felt like my legs were just going to give out. I was like, 
I remember telling my husband, I need to get out of the shower. So he gets me out, you know, um, I get put the robe back on and then I go back to uh, the bed, but I ended up just grabbing the pillow and just kind of hugging the pillow and almost like on all fours. Mm-hmm. And then I just started laboring hard from there on. And I remember like, I felt like I had to push, but I was like, no, don't push Aaron because you know, I can, you can rip your placenta, you can rip your, 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 your cervix. And, but I felt like I needed to push, but I was kind of like holding back because mm-hmm. I was just nervous about it. Like, oh my God, you're really going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you're so close. <laughs> yeah. Like you're getting close. So I remember the nurse saying, she's like, do you feel like you need to push? I'm like, I do. I feel like I need to push. She's like, okay, let's check you. And I remember um, she checked me and I was about eight centimeters at that time. But from there, everything was just kind of like a blur. I remember I was just like shaking and my body was just, it was, it was just getting so intense. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> so <feeling>. intense. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I remember I, I felt like I needed a push. And then during a contraction, I actually pushed and then my water just burst. Wow. Like it just broke. And then when that happened, the nurse came and she checked me again and um, she felt her head coming down. So she's like, okay, we're going to get ready to push. I'm like, so I remember um, the midwife came in and she's just like, okay, are you going to want to deliver on all fours? Cause I can do that. And I'm okay with that. And I thought to myself, like, no, I, I wanted it to, to, to lay on my side. And she's like, okay, but she's like, but you're not going to be able to um, sit down because I'm not delivering this baby while you're sitting down. I'm like, okay. So I ended up going on my side and that's just, it just felt more comfortable for me that way. Mm-hmm. So I was just on my side and I was, you know, trying to, to, to push. And then I started feeling what they call, what's that, the, the ring of fire. Yeah. And when I felt that, that's when I th- wanted to throw in the towel. I was like, forget this. No, I'm not doing <laughs> this. Yeah, I'll just sit in here now. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, no, like, I'll, I'll take it the contractions any day. But when it came down to that, I was like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's quick remember, though, right? <laughs> yeah. And and remember the, the, the midwife telling me, she's like, no, 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 don't stop. Because what I started doing is I kind of started like, holding back I wasn't letting my body you know push her out yeah Mm -hmm. and she's like no don't do that you can't do that you have to you know push her out when you feel a contraction push and I remember telling her no it hurts it hurts she's like it's gonna hurt but you need to push her out Mm -hmm. so I was like okay I can do this so I remember started I started pushing again and then I felt it and then um I remember I was just so much in pain I was just yelling it hurts but as I'm like pushing I kept yelling, get out, get out. <laughs> and oh my like, it's okay. And it's funny because I felt like I was the only like person there just panicking and everybody in the room just seemed to be okay. Like you're fine. Everything's okay. And um, finally, you know, she crowned and it's such a crazy experience like, feeling that it's just, it's, it, it was just, I can't even explain it. Yeah. It's a weird feeling when it's like the baby's like half in and half out and you're yeah. like, okay, yeah. now I still, it's crazy. It is. <laughs> it really was. I was just like, you know, in my head trying to, you know, okay, you can do this, get her out. But at the same time, like, oh my gosh, you're really doing it, <laughs> you know? So yeah, so my husband, I remember my husband telling me, he's like, come on, keep pushing. She's right there. Keep going, keep going. And um, yeah, so about like two pushes 
took me about maybe like three or four pushes to get her completely out. And as soon as I, like that last push, it just, I just felt her com just come out. It was like this feeling of just like relief when she came out. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and, um, and you forget that like horrible pain instantly, yeah, isn't it crazy? It just completely goes away. It's just gone. Yeah. And you know, they they grab her, they right away with her, they like put her on my chest. Cause I remember telling the nurse like my birth plan, like what I wanted. And I told her I don't want the epidural. I want um the umbilical cord to be delayed. And before you guys clamp it, I want it to be delayed and I want her on my chest as soon as she comes out. And she's like, yeah, okay, we can do that. That's fine. But not once did they offer me the, um, no, they did actually, they did. They offered me the epidural, but I think I was already at the eight centimeters. And um, I remember the anesthesiologist had came in and they asked me, oh, do you want the epidural? And I remember just going, oh, I, like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> I was just laboring. And then my husband told her, like, no, she doesn't want the epidural. She's like, okay. So they didn't push it. She ended up leaving. And then that was the only time they asked me for it. They didn't push it. That's they didn't nice. Or anything. Yeah, because usually it's like over and over. Are you sure? Okay, this is your last chance. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Yep. So it's scary. But. It is. So I was just, and then by the way I was feeling, I was, I was thinking, okay, maybe you should just get it. I was like, no, don't get it. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so she finally came out, they put her on my chest and with her, they actually left her on my chest for about an hour, just on oh, my wow. chest. Yeah. Wow. And they did do, they did, um, delay the cord clamping with her and, it's, it's crazy because like when you see the cord, it's like, you know, that bright purple bluish. And then all of a sudden it's just like white, completely mm -hmm. white. Mm -hmm. And then that's when they decided, that's when they, they clamped it. And my husband cut it. And yeah, so yeah, they just left her on my chest for an hour. And it was just like this like euphoric feeling, like just, just like, I don't know. It was just so different, you know, it's like, it was like a relief, but at the same time, like, I almost felt like I was on on my own high, you know. Yeah. It was. Just, Did you feel like very proud of yourself too for for yeah, doing it? Yeah, like super mm -hmm. proud of myself. But like the feeling that I got after everything was just like over, it's just like I don't know. It was just so like I, I felt relaxed. I felt, you know, just so like in tune with myself and like my baby. You know, it was mm -hmm. just like us. And. Um, I had so yeah so I had her on my chest for about an hour and then right away she started nursing so I was able to nurse her and um yeah so everything with her everything was just so different it went down so smoothly you know and um I remember they took me to the postpartum and the nurse was giving the report to the other nurse and she's like she had no medication whatsoever so and then that other nurse is like wow like that's amazing she's like not a lot of women can say that and that just kind of made me feel good like yes I did I'm it sure. like, I did do this <laughs> I was able to do it it was you know it's possible yeah it took you a little bit to get to that point and you know it's it, it, that's amazing that yeah. you were able to achieve you know what you wanted that whole time <laughs> yeah yeah so then my next goal was like okay you're gonna breastfeed you're gonna breastfeed and you're gonna be able to do this so with her I was able to um to breastfeed her and I felt like she would cry a lot so to me it was like okay she's not full 
you know? So what I just kept doing is just like latching her on, latching her on. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the lactationist came in and she's like, no, you know, you're, you're doing a great job. She's fine. You're okay. So, so, okay. So I'm not, I'm going to try my best not to, to supplement with her. So, yeah. So we, you know, came home, everything was like fine. And like, that's literally all I wanted to talk about was like my birth. Like <laughs> I was just telling everybody all about it, you know, and same thing with like with my husband. Cause like what I tell the story, he's like, don't forget about me because he was like helping me the entire time, you know, doing my back massages and putting pressure on my hips and, you know, doing everything he was supposed to. Like I said, he was just so involved this time around. Oh. And it was like so special too between you and your husband when he gets to be involved and you did it on your it's just a, it's a special and special like thing. knowing that like without their help like you probably wouldn't have been you able have to done. do it you know yeah. yeah yeah exactly and it's just like this it's, he even says it like we had a baby like it, we did it together and I was like yeah you're right we did we both did it together it was definitely a teamwork that's so sweet Aww. yeah and I remember when we were there at the hospital again that the nurse was still like on the sidelines like she was just letting us do our own thing and you know watching it all happen and she even told us like I'm so proud of you guys you guys did such a good job just like oh thank you. <laughs> that's so yeah cool. yeah so um so I actually had a little bit of trouble with my baby with um breastfeeding when I got home just because I mm-hmm. felt like my, my milk still wasn't coming in. <clears throat> and then when it finally did, it, I didn't see that she was getting full. So when it came down to her two-week checkup, her doctor told me that she was underweight. Okay. So like oh. um, she was barely meeting her birth weight at, uh, at her two-week checkup. And she's just like, you know what? You're going to have to supplement. She's like, have you talked to lac- a, a lactationist? And I told her I did, but I didn't have an appointment with them till like a month later. And she's like, no, you need to, you need to talk to them now. So at least the phone call appointment. So she put in like an urgent order for them and they ended up calling me the next day. And I ended up getting like a hospital pump out for, to have at home. Mm-hmm. And that, that helped me out a lot. So I did have to supplement for a little bit with her until I was able to, you know, get a full supply in. And yeah, so finally it, it happened for me. I'm no longer uh, uh, giving her formula. It's all breast milk now. Like I'm actually having like a good supply in my freezer now. So it's, wow. it's, it's, That's awesome. it's so yeah, I'm just so, so, so happy. You know, like I was able to have the birth I wanted. I'm able to fully breastfeed her and it's just, it's an amazing feeling. It's just, yeah. So and good for you for, you know, pushing with breastfeeding. I know like it does not always go smoothly. And, mm-hmm. and, and obviously like some women don't have the time or just it's too stressful to keep going. And, you know, the thing is, if you do get past that, it does get so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, so, it does. Yeah. yeah. Good for you for just like pushing and saying like, no, this is what I want to do. And, and getting that with the whole, everything with this, with this birth, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was good. You know, I was definitely like proud of myself and my husband and I was like, yay, we're here. We did it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so I assume your postpartum recovery has been good so far. It was good. Yes. It was definitely a lot different than the other two, but it was good. It's, it's funny because with my second one, like I felt like, like I said, like I was walking, I was moving around. I felt fine. But this time around, I almost felt like my kind of with like my with my first one but mm-hmm. aside you know the stitches and all the other stuff that came with it yeah. but um 
you know, I, I, I felt fine. It, it was, my postpartum was actually good. Everything went smooth. Everything was, you know, what was supposed to be happening. And yeah, it was fine. Awesome. So do you have any advice for moms who might be considering a med-free birth, but, you know, might have that fear that you felt (laughs) for your first two? Um, Well, my advice would be definitely do it, but definitely do your research on it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like you can't, you can't, it's almost like running a marathon. Like you can't start running if you're not, if you're not, in shape for it and I'm not saying like I'm not saying physically but definitely mentally it's like a mental state of mind yeah yeah. it's it's definitely what 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 helped me was you know trying to get into that mindset so yeah yeah. I agree I love that so do you have any products you've been loving for either yourself right postpartum or for your baby um well for me the number one thing that I loved the most was actually my electricianist um recommended it and it's um since I was having trouble with the breastfeeding um it's called legendary milk they're these little um like uh lactation supplement pills okay and they're all um they're all natural they are the finicky free like it doesn't have that um they're they've actually helped me out a lot. I, I take them faithfully. They, they help out me out a lot. You know, baby is good with them. They don't get her fussy or bloated or, you know, colicky or anything like that. So, awesome. and, and the Hakka has been a lifesaver for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves the Hakka. I, ne- yeah. I never used it. I just didn't even know about it until like, until everyone started recommending it. And I was like, past that point. So really, yeah, yeah. but that's awesome. Everyone loves that thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's honestly a lifesaver. I mean, you can just with all of that milk that you know would probably go into like a nursing pad. It's like mm-hmm. you're saving it. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Awesome. You need that. that yeah. Stuff. So, how can our listeners get in touch with you? So, um, I have uh, my Instagram, mm-hmm. which is at uh, um, shaydoll14. Okay. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah, we we'll link um we'll link that in the show notes. So if people want to reach out, they can you know ask you any questions. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you thank so you much so for coming much on and sharing share. your stories yeah. with us. I'm oh, so excited you. that you were you you got the birth you wanted. Yeah. Sometimes it takes sometimes it takes a couple of tries, but you can get there too. Yeah, you know, anyone yeah. can get there. <laughs> yes, it's definitely possible. That's for sure. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for letting me share my story. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much to Sharon for coming on and sharing her stories with us today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram while we're off the next month. You can chat with us, see what we're doing, and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Share us with our friends. Um, And reach out if you would like to share your story. We really, really want to hear it. And have a happy new year. Happy new year.